Oh, I thought you were going to do an intro. No, I thought you were going to say... do one. No, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just ready to say 2014, man. First do it. One. There you go. That was the intro. 2014. I don't know if you guys are ready, but I'm ready. How was your um? How was your New Year's? Awesome. I didn't have to go anywhere, so that worked out well. Awesome like... Uh, awesome, awesome like I was in bed by 12.02. Like you did it like a like a grown adult. You, you started to take advantage of like, hey, I don't want to feel like shit the next day. And, and it wasn't even about that. I just... I, I just don't, I'd rather sit on my couch and then, go, you know, I read a story because of all the weather, uh, a, a bunch of stories talking about how people were, you know, if you have cabin fever, write a letter into the, uh, Indiana, Northwest Indiana times.com and let us know about your, you know, cabin fevers. I'm like, let us know how, how shitty, fever. shitty it is. What's cabin how... fever. I'd rather be in my cabin. I don't, I have outside fever. I don't want to go outside. Yeah. I don't, I would say you don't get cabin fever. Who me? Yeah, absolutely. No, never had it. That are that are you're like uh like how fun- functioning alcoholics like they can they can go through a fifth every day and right. nobody notices you're, you're a functioning uh if I didn't have to work I would not go outside ever <laughs> you're a functioning sufferer of cabin fever you wear it well it's fine I love it did you um did you at least watch the corny shows or or what'd you do I didn't even catch up on uh, oh I had two weeks off I no I mean New Year's oh New no. There's, there's, uh, oh, a we couple, watched, there's a couple uh, horrible options. No, we watched, um, my wife made uh, steak and lobster. It was just me and her and our ba- and the baby. So we Surf the, and turf? Yep. We put the baby to bed around 8 o'clock. Well, guess who's high on the hog? Yes, we had, I had a giant steak and then uh, followed up by uh, like four pounds of crab legs. So actually, not lobster, crab legs, I should say. Your wife knows how to make all that? Yeah. Like, well? What are you talking about? You boil them. How hard is I've, that? I've, I don't know. I've never made. Yes, I will. We, 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 crab legs. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe Did you have know. drawn butter? Yep. Oh, this we have these little delicious. like pedestal things with you know you put like a tea light candle or whatever underneath it. You have special drawn butter holders. Yes. Well, I have the same thing except for their little forks, and they Got have those they, they, they look like ears of corn, and you stick them on both ends of the corn on right. the cob that way. So was passed when I, down from your parents, or yeah. So when I when I grill, I, I'm a little highfalutin myself. You grill with those on. Hell yeah, that's all balls, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, so we uh, we ate, and then uh, come eleven forty five, we had dessert. Woke up the baby. My son was staying at my brother's house, and then we uh, you woke up the baby for it. Yeah. Why? Why not? She don't know. Yeah, she didn't. She you know usually she she likes getting back up because we sometimes we wake her up just for the fun of it. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, she was not having it this night. So we at twelve oh one she was back in bed. We were in bed and but was I, she, my wife did had she know what was going on? Like, hey, it's no. two thousand fourteen. No, no. No. Did we she yelled in her she face. drank champagne? We screamed in her face. We in fact we had <laughs> You uh, woke up just to shake her. <laughs> we had uh uh what do you call it? Uh, grape juice sparkling grape juice, which we we never even yes. broke into. My we, mom, I my mom not, dropped some of that off in hopes that she would sway me in the proper direction. For it the was, new year. Yeah, it was super sweet of her. I never I didn't have one alcoholic beverage. Not no, one. nope. I had three. Um, it was the last three I'll have until February first. But I had, yeah, I had three good craft brews. I think they were New Belgium, 
It was very delicious, but yeah, I'm 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 dry January the whole month. I'm going dry. It sucks. What about extending it? Just to see how what Oh no no is. no no. February first, I plan on being irresponsible as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like know. Frank the tank. I absolutely I'm gonna be like it feels so good. <laughs> Fill it up again. Fill it up again. No, you know what? I've never uh I've never gone a month without drinking. <laughs> As much as that sounds terrible, and I'm very, dude, very terrible. I'm talking about since I was like 15 or something. Like I don't think I've ever gone a month. Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm this raging alcoholic. I, as a matter of fact, I don't get drunk often. Like I very rarely get drunk. But That's, I, that sounds like a raging alcoholic. That sounds like a functioning alcoholic. Right. I don't get drunk a lot, but I get buzzed all the time. You know what I mean? I'll have like two or three beers all the time, but I'll never. But so therefore I go, oh, I don't, I don't need to worry about drinking. And I still don't really think I do, but I thought I would just go one month, see if my body freaks out, see what happens, uh, see if I feel good, see if my memory You're almost better. all the way through. No, well, I'm, dude, I'm like a week in and it, it I, blows. I was just hoping I'd trick you, your mind. Oh, why? Is it, is it almost February? Yes. Hell yeah. Can we, what do you got? Nothing. I mean, are you buying? No, I don't have anything. I mean, I'll take it. You come to the wrong place. Thank you. You usually bring your own beer. Go pour it. I don't have anything. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. It'll be, um, it's cool. It's all right. Although with this weather being stuck in, I don't, uh, it's not that I, I don't go out and do much either because I have two kids that are ages two and one. So when I'm not at work, I'm home basically too. But the way I'm able to keep my sanity is when the kids are running around like crazy and we doing a basement remodel at the same time. Well, the, the wife and I, uh, Adam Carolla always says that square footage and two TiVos save a marriage. I don't have either right now. Not a ton. We're working on it with the basement. When I'm stuck inside with this weather, a couple of beers goes a long way to your sanity. So I'm glad I got to come out tonight and do the podcast. It might have, it might have just saved, saved my marriage. marriage. Yeah, Sweet. absolutely. Are you? Uh, you've taken this last couple of weeks to catch up on the wire, which I've been telling you you needed to watch. Yeah, you know what's completely. sad. You know what's sad is I think I watched season. Three, four, and now five on my phone. That's how I've watched almost all of it. Did you watch them in order from you? Because you started watching it a long time ago. Yes. I've never heard of somebody starting watching The Wire and not continuing all the way through. Well, <laughs> you're. Uh, I hope you're sitting down. The reason when I watched the first couple seasons, <laughs> you had cable. Didn't I had no. I didn't have cable, but I didn't have HBO. I did have cable, but I didn't have HBO. So I would go all the way out. I for those of you that are Northwest Indiana, I live in Highland. I would go all the way out to the uh, library that's off oh, Route 30, like in Merrillville, because they had the wire. You'd watch it in there? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I would watch that, and I would watch whatever adult videos I deem necessary next to whoever's playing in the toddler section. But I would go all the way there to get the wire because they didn't have it at the library by my house. So I'd go all the way there. I would come back, and eventually after I watched, uh, I was knee-deep into season three. And I just got tired of driving. I was like, screw it, dude. I'm just going to stop watching. So I did. So I picked it up, and I finished three, and I finished four, and I started to watch five. And I love it. It's a great show. I knew I, I, knew I would like it because I, I was hooked after halfway through season one. I thought it was great. I thought uh, season two was not bad or whatever. Season three, I don't know. I was kind of on the fence, but I think it had to do with the travel. But I really enjoyed it. But what kind of sucked is... I was talking about it to my cousin John the other day. I said, yeah, so I'm burning through the wire, and I only have, you know, I got a couple episodes left in the season five, and I'm, I'm just, I'm super pumped. I'm burning through it, man. I, I love it. It's got some great characters. And 
he, you know, I don't even know if I should say it on the show. Well, you could say you don't have to say the specific character. Yeah. Well, he goes, oh man, isn't it crazy when fill in the blank it gets you know when they off him? And I was just like, wait, they they kill? Are you are you for real? And he's like, yeah, yeah, but it's not what you would expect, dude. Your mind, you, I mean, your mind will be blown. And I'm like, nah, well, now it won't be blown. I don't <laughs> think it will. I don't think it will. I don't think it will be blown anymore. Do you think he saw the look on your face? He, I can't believe immediately when the words came out of his mouth and he's, your facial reaction didn't tell him like, oh, I need to back it up. I didn't, dude. I didn't even say anything to him. I didn't even give him any shit because I don't know. I was just like, what? all's fair in love in like three, four years separation the between thing. the end of a show. And- it's old, and I could tell. He, what am I gonna do? You can't. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, as they say. You know, and there's no. I still feel like you know when you start talking about a show to somebody, and they tell you right off the bat, like, yeah, I haven't seen all of them, or I'm I'm working my way through them right yes. now. That maybe th- at that point you don't you don't you might say, hey, have you gotten to season five yet? How far are you through? And yes. let them. Tell yeah. you where they can and can't go forward. Have you ever had someone blow a show for you like that? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. No, I wish it's, I did. It's <laughs> so funny how much it'll piss you off, dude. Because it's like you you get emotionally invested, and uh, they one character just got uh, written off the show a couple episodes ago that I watched, and I was just like, oh, I can't believe that. Uh, it's weird that a guy who you know is kind of a bad guy, but when they're right. not on the show, like you get bummed out. Like he wasn't that bad. Well, though. this is an argument that you know myself and Nick and a bunch of uh, um, uh, other contemporaries have had that have watched The Shield, The Wire, any of these shows like that, um, where that you you have characters that are supposed to be good and characters that are supposed to be bad, like law enforcement and then bad guys, mm-hmm. and the law enforcement guys in the show kind of are on the line of good and bad. Some things they do are really good. Some things they do are really bad. Yeah. And some things are in between. So from episode to episode, from season to season, you're constantly going back and forth going like, ah, ultimately is this character a good character or a bad character? And the person that you're talking about, um, there's bad things that the person does, but ultimately when you look at it, it could be de- It could be seen as, yeah, it's kind of a necessary evil but really the fruits of what he does for everyone else around him is a positive thing. Yeah. So yeah. It, that's what makes a good character. You know, more and more shows do that now, too. That's not like it used to be a very, you know, Magnum P.I. was the He's detective. A good guy. He was the good guy. His mustache was the bad guy. <laughs> but yeah, it was always very clear. But now um, um, the the shield, uh, the wire, Breaking Bad is a glaring you example of it. In the 80s, if you were Cuban... Or any Hispanic type, mm-hmm. or you had a mohawk and a spike bracelet. That's when you knew you were, they were bad guys. Yeah, I feel or like Russians. The, I, I feel guess. like the Cuban thing still holds up. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. It depends on how they dress them. You know, if you're wearing a straw hat and your your shirt's buttoned down to uh, yeah. your navel. If you're taking, uh, <laughs> if you're helping a, your little sibling back to school or or back to home from school or something, that makes you not a bad guy. Right. But other than that, if you're Hispanic in the show, I, I don't make the rules. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, no, uh, like. Breaking Bad is an example of that, like I was saying. The protagonist another one. is a not a good person, especially toward the end. He becomes a bad person. And almost all the shows are starting to do that because people are... I don't know if it's a trend Well, or, you, I think or, you just want to see... you. The surprise angle is what keeps people like, you know, the cliffhangers. But you're rooting for bad people. Because Breaking Bad, I can remember talking to... Like, there was a time where I was like, eh, you know what, it's going to end... 
like this, and it's just not going to be the wire. I, I basically gauge everything on how good it is next to the wire. And I'm like, there's no way that, um, because the walking dead started strong and it just yeah. fizzled out. Dexter was started strong. Not the wire. There's another one too, though. You're fizzled cheering out. for a serial killer. Yeah, but he kills bad guys. Right, but still, the protagonist is doing bad things. Right, you know, definitely. I mean, does that make him? Does that make him a bad guy, or does that make him like morally? He's, I guess, in 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 God's eyes, he's he's amoral. He doesn't even right. I'm just saying, for in your perspective as the viewer. Is, well, is that, well, of course he's the good guy. You're cheering for him to get away from. But he know. only. The whole point is it's set up to where that's what that's what. I guess is interesting about the whole thing is that he only hurts people that hurt other people. He's not out there killing. There's a couple times though. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> That, you know, he ends up in situations where people got to go, but they always figure a way to make that guy like, oh, well, he did something at some point, yeah, you know, they yeah. can justify it. Well, I wonder if just it's going to, it's this arc of people making shows and, and what's trending and popular that, you know, we're going to get to a point where you're just, cle- you're you're rooting for the clear cut really bad guy who's not doing any redeeming, no redeeming qualities. You just like watching that bad guy do bad I stuff. would love to get like do a special show where we had like, you know, a, a larger group of people and literally do a wire retrospective, like, and it'll be like a bonus show that, you know, people that don't like the wire have never seen it. Don't have to listen to it until after they've seen it. It'll but. be like AA. there will be like donuts and coffee. Right. Oh dude. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's the most amazing show there is. You have I, fanboys dressed up like bubs. Yeah. Just mm. up. That'd, be, that'd be gross, <laughs> but awesome. Uh, so I don't know. Um, I did a lot of binge watching. Uh, back to New Year's real quick. I did, I did watch some of those shows because I normally it's my wife's birthday, so normally we try to go to some party or do something, make it fun. But the last couple of years, obviously having kids, we've been at home. Uh, but I was like, if we're gonna be home and, and stuck here, let's at least watch some of these horrible uh, countdown shows because I watch them just so I can complain. She always tells me. Don't if you're gonna if you're just gonna talk shit about it, just just watch something that you don't hate. And I'm like, no, I want to watch it because I want. Oh, the it. countdown shows. Yeah, like Carson Daly. Um, uh, oh, I gotcha. I thought you meant like th- this year's funniest this. Or, no, you're talking I'm about sorry. like an actual like broadcast live broadcast of well, those, Times Square or. I love the year end retrospectives, even if it's a sh- like this year. Miley Cyrus was the number one pop icon or whatever. Like as, as dumb as I think that is. Uh, I could watch those shows all day. I love like year end rap shows. I just love them. But I but I was watching the the live, you know, where they interview the thousand people on the street and all that. Uh, but I was watching them just to talk shit about them. And this is how we you ended had, up crying. <laughs> well, yeah, I cried, and then my wife's like, "It's only ten o'clock." I a uh, couple things real quick. Jenny McCarthy. She was on, I think it was Carson Daly's show. I don't know if that was NBC, ABC, whatever. I'd probably NBC, but dude, I don't know what's up with her. It may have been cute when she did singled out, when she would be like, oh, Those stupid faces. Look, look, I farted. Ha ah, but I'm a hot chick. I make jokes about poopy and dick. Uh, dude, it's, it's just, my wife says she still looks good. And yeah, maybe she looks okay. But for one, not at all compared to what Jenny McCarthy used to look like. She looks like Courtney Cox and all the wives of Beverly Hills and whatever. They all look like the same person. Like, I think she's had so much crap done where she's got these huge, like, poofy 
cheekbone things going on, her lips. Do you think it's unnecessary stuff or just like that's unfortunately what had to happen because no. she was falling apart, her face was caving in? No, because a Jenny McCarthy at 21, right, was this flawless, beautiful woman. Okay, so what do you think she's going to look like 20 years later? She's going to look like a pretty damn hot 40-year-old. But instead, they want to go, no, I can still keep up with the Kardashians. Like, no, you can't. Not at all. So your lips are all poofed out. Your eyebrows don't ever move. So she's doing the the man on the street bits or whatever. And the whole thing was a year ago or two years ago, she kissed some random guy. Or I don't know if it was yeah, a guy they planned. That. But it was like, oh, who am I going to kiss on New Year's Eve? First of all, nobody gives a shit who you're going to kiss. No one cares. So don't make like it's it the best reward you can get. Yeah, don't make it a bit like if you stay tuned into the show, you'll get to see who Jenny McCarthy kisses. Okay. Who she, hasn't she kissed? Right. She's been through. She'll never be better than Jim Carrey. As far as I'm concerned, she kissed him and left him broke his heart. But yeah, so it's this thing. And she even said like, oh, I don't know who I'm going to kiss this year. Then when the ball drops, uh, Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids on the Block fame is her new squeeze or whatever i didn't know that because i I don't follow her but she made this thing like i don't know who i'm gonna kiss but she had him waiting there behind the camera so she could pull him out and tongue kiss uh, donnie Wahlberg. and i don't know it was just so stupid to me it was so like it was rigged up like like she she had like got well she had gone with the producer and be like we're gonna do this awesome bit i'm gonna act like i don't know who i'm gonna kiss then i'm gonna call one of the new kids out from the early 90s and i'm gonna kiss him and i'm sorry donnie Wahlberg. i'm sure you're been in other cool stuff since then, but I'm sticking with what I know. <laughs> NKOTB for life. Well, yeah, but she pulls him out and kisses him, and it was at that point. Did I they had, keep on doing the thing where, like, every segment they're like, and if you stay tuned, we're going to find out? Or did, I, I did only get... saw him mention it a couple times, but I was just A like, couple is too many. It was so self-aware, though. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you guys, guess who I'm going to kiss at midnight? But that was, that was one of the things about the show. But the other was Natasha Leggero, who, by the way, uh, will not be making our celebrity apology counter, which we'll get to soon. Super excited about the apology counter, and uh, uh, just kudos to you, Natasha, for for having the balls to stand up and going, "Fuck you, I'm not apologizing for." Not nothing. only did she not and not apologize, she went she out of her way to smoked him. We got right. we got to cover it in a minute, but she was it was her. I think his name is Anthony Anderson, uh, Jane Lynch, and Carson Daly, and they kept cutting back to them. And she's trying to bring the funny. She's trying. She's making jokes. She's adding little quips. She's she's saying, you know, kind of whatever, just witty comments that a comedian would make. And she's just and the other three people are just dragging her. She's just dragging them with. You know, it looked like it looked like a show of Chelsea Handler, except for only one person gave a fuck. Like when they're on the panel. Right. They're all just like, Oh yeah, it was a good year, two thousand thirteen. And then Anthony Anderson would be like, Man, fuck that or whatever. He would say like Whatever, yeah, yes, whatever that is, but for TV, yeah, he'd be like, "When I was on the Shield," but yeah, uh, the poor girl was trying to bring the funny man, and she was, she was funny, but it was just so awkward. It just seems like a weird group of people. Like, I wonder how they go about putting that group of people together. Like, where does Anthony Anderson? Does he have a new show that's coming out, or is he on something? You really want to know how they put that group of people together? Yeah, a black dude, a gay person. <laughs> no, I, I know that, but I'm saying why those? Because I, I think I could pick better people in each of those categories on the top of my head to, to go together. And I would say you probably, you want all comedians or all people that are like, you know, witty at least well, not that, not that Anthony Anderson's not witty. I, I don't, don't know think that Jane Lynch is not funny. Oh, she's, I don't know. She's what, not funny. The only thing, honestly, the only thing I've ever seen her in, I think is, is Corolla's the hammer, 
which she was good in. But she was in it for 10 seconds. But I haven't seen her in anything else. So she's I have no reason that, to think she's she in that sucks. movie. Uh, best oh, in wait show. a minute. She's, no, she's in all of those. She is in some way. I don't think she's in. I don't think or she's, she's in. just in the one. No, I think she's she's in a mighty wind. You have to edit how dumb I sound about these, but I know what you're she's talking in about. a mighty wind, and she's in best in show, and I, that I know for sure. And she's funny, but she's not. I don't think she's spying. Yeah, but that's because mighty somebody Wind's else. Awesome. Wrote, I don't know. Maybe it's improv. I don't know. I just don't think she can. She's very funny. She's on like the celebrity game night on NBC, I think. Oh, and she's the host of that. And Do you know what? She's probably got a ton of pressure. Like you know how, you know what I mean. She's kind of a she makes Ellen for gay people in a way. Yeah, now. but Ellen is that person. Yeah, but Ellen, and oddly enough, better looking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, who, I don't know who's uh, Jay which is weird because who's Jay Lynch's girlfriend because Ellen scored. Yeah, but anyway, those those four people just don't seem to be she does like the people like I would Bird, pick. Though. Yeah, <laughs> she reminds me of you. Remember the kids in the hall, the yeah. chicken lady. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She certainly does. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They, I, Whatever I don't I don't have too much thoughts on her other too many thoughts on her other than I guess she's always been funny she wasn't horrible but I just felt like I felt like they didn't even want like Natasha Leggero there other than Anthony Anderson he was like just like laughing at her jokes or whatever but maybe not, it's, not really adding his own just laughing at now hers. knowing what you know happened um if you can go back and probably watch the thing from beginning to you know to I the end now drinking earlier I wonder if. She like came out of the gate strong, and they were like saying, "Hey, we need to like knock this down a little bit." Like she obviously is the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been, I, or I think that they were just like, "Hey, it's going fine," and she was like, "I'm just gonna drag these, these humps." How can it's anybody think that's fine? You were watching it, and you're like, "This is I'm suffering through this." Because people they think the view's good. That show sucks balls. Have you ever watched the view? Uh, the, yeah. I mean, dude, try it. Like one of these days. When no, I've watched it. I it watch Michael and so... Kelly all the time. If I get a chance, no, I'm... it's that's no the view. No, dude. that's excellent. That's yeah, that's fine. That's whatever. I don't. Kelly Ripa's wonderful. Uh, she's like four foot, but she's four foot of wonderful. Uh, dude, the view is so bad. I don't, we don't even have time to go into it, but it is the biggest. There was pile one of episode shit. or like a, a clip that I saw where Whoop, Whoopi farted on the view, and I was like, I'm, I'm done. I mean, I just, is, it... dude, we come in. Oh, when when I drunk drive my way. Drink and drive my way over here. Uh, we're ten times more prepared than them. <laughs> it's um, they just show up and they go, "Hey, so uh, uh, Channing Tatum's wife lost uh, twenty pounds from baby weight." And then Whoopi Goldberg goes, "Well, I, I don't know about that." And then shakes her robe, which I'm sure smells so bad. <laughs> and then uh, whoever else is on, oh, Jenny McCarthy now. Oh, yeah, just yeah, she's on the show now. She replaced Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Yeah, and she wears glasses Ugh. to make herself look smart. That I'm, doesn't I'm talking work. so much shit about a Word woman for that Clark I spent Kent, so much it? time alone with in my adolescence. <laughs> I'm talking. So I've never been shit. a fan of her at all. Are you serious, no. dude? In her like height, she's no. At least just in pictures, no. Because I didn't like that stupid. Like you were saying, that stupid. Like where she like her face gets like right up to the camera and she's like ah, like woo. Yeah. I like the microphone. I don't like uh, no. She's no. she sucks bad. But how, did any, get, how did I get on the feed anyway? In the uh, Eve. So between Jesus. our last podcast and this podcast, we came up with an idea of we were talking about last year all these comedians and all these celebrities having to apologize to the media for something they put on Twitter said, you know, in an interview or whatnot. So we wanted to kind of keep track. We thought it'd be interesting to keep track. And that way we can remind them every chance we get of, uh, and if you find one, let us know, just put hashtag apology counter on Twitter, send it to us or on Facebook. You could search hashtags on Facebook. Well, yeah, that's fine. Um, so the first apology of the year came from Shia LaBeouf. And I like right to now, say Sheila, Le, yeah, Sheila, however, Sheila Booth. 
uh, that came on January 1st. Basically, uh, he plagiarized another guy, some guy, I don't even know if this person's famous or what, but this guy, Daniel Close, or Klaus, C-L-O-W-E-S, he writes a story, and then uh, Shia LaBeouf comes and plagiarizes the entire story, I think they said word for word. At least a good portion of it, for sure. Um, And for his uh, film project called HowardCantor.com. And he gets called out on it or whatever, and he apologizes via Twitter, and then he apologizes via skywriting. He has yeah. like a skywritten message, yeah. which is a, just a glorious apology. That's but I think amazing. he was being snarky. I, I think originally he tried to apologize, but all these celebrities, I saw a bunch of uh, Twitter stuff from uh, Pat Oswalt where he was basically saying like, you know, you're a piece of shit to Shia LaBeouf. And so did, um, what's the chick from girls? Leah Dunham. Leah, Lena Dunham. She was, uh, Lena Dunham had uh, tweeted a bunch of stuff about him being a, uh, a thief. And then he actually, uh, retweeted her with an apology she had apologized from the year before so he plagiarized an <laughs> apology funny. uh so he's the, the number more one she thinks he does the more i kind of yeah. like him though. no can't stand no him. but i mean he sucks bad but he's he's like that kid at school that is just super annoying but never back Check. Down, just like continues to do it so that doesn't know. win me over yeah no, i know i he's sticking to his retarded guns and there's just something about it that i go like he is like yeah i'm a douche but <laughs> You know what? I'm going to put I'm sorry in skywriting. Before go, we move on, I have to tell yourself. you, I know for whatever reason, whenever I think of Shia LaBeouf, I think of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They Shia, kind of are like, Shia LaBeouf. They kind of run synonymous with me. Oh, and really? I, we watched... Um, well, that's racist. Uh, what is it? Don John, me and my wife. Yeah, my wife wants to see that oh, really bad. Oh, so bad. Don't tell me. So awful. Don't I'm not going to ruin it for don't you. Don't tell me whether Omar lives at the end or not. <laughs> now you just ruined it. <laughs> what? I've never, I've never seen season five. <laughs> uh no, horrible movie, piece of crap. <laughs> Is it really? Oh, it's so bad. Not 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 because of him and uh, Scarlett Johansson was he kinda, awesome in it. He kind of made that movie right. Like he was a big. Yeah, he wasn't just in it. He sort no, of. No, he may have written it. I don't know what he did. I'm not going to. Scarlett Johansson's in it. Yeah, I think she, the acting was all right. She, it was a stupid movie. How how are, her, how are her acting's in it? Absolutely perfect. Oh, I bet she acts wonderful. And she does. Um, moving on. Apology number two came on January 3rd. From, real, real quick, though. Yeah. He never apologized for any of the Transformers movies. No, he didn't. Wait. <laughs> I think, what, oh, you ruined part of my childhood? Yeah, at, at least an apology. I, say, we all, we could have gotten an apology from Michael Bay, but he didn't stay around long Michael enough. Michael Bay, say you're sorry. And you, you too, LaBeouf. Uh, you saw that Michael Bay thing, didn't you? I heard he imploded. I don't even know what that means. Well, we'll get to it in a second. So yeah. apology number two comes from Jay Moore. Comedian Jay Moore on January 3rd. Oh. That's right. I said comedian just in case anybody wasn't uh, didn't know who Jay Moore Jay was. Jay Moore, he's so funny. Why did you back down? January 3rd, um, he ba- he writes a uh, a tweet, I believe, that uh, he's fat-shaming uh, Alyssa Milano, makes some sort of a fat joke about Alyssa Milano. It was a, it was no, a, he mentioned it on his podcast. Okay, he mentioned it on his he podcast. He said he had saw her, right, like, I guess relatively close after she had a baby, and she hadn't shook the baby weight, and so he was... That's a nice way like, of saying it. I believe it was a little more... Uh, yeah, no, he he like made more jokes about how, I don't know, just about her being fat but or whatever. But he came back with a full on apology. Uh Dude, he didn't just apologize. <laughs> Jesse Jackson would have been like, "All right, dude, chill out. You're good. You're good." <laughs> he fell like, no, down to just... his knees and tore his shirt open and yelled, "Why God?" Oh my god. That's the kind of apology he brought to the table. Uh the third um uh, go ahead. Dude, his apology, he was like, "It breaks my heart to think that I could have caused her this pain and and it's like, dude, chill out. You've been, she's been the hottest chick in the world for like 20 years now, or at least, you know, one of them. 
How many people have her as a screensaver? She can go five months without being physically flawless. She she could do that. Apparently she can, and she will. But here's the thing. Her her extremely hot feathers get all ruffled because she's not perfect for like a half a year. Chill out. I agree. Guys will be back to smacking it around. Just, you know, a couple of months of yoga. You'll be fine. Uh, apology number three was uh, Elias Klimas, or Klimas, on behalf of Sergei Kovalev. I know that was a mouthful. The boxer Sergei Kovalev, um, I guess, made a comment during uh, some sort of an interview where he called African-Americans dark-skinned people during a Russian-language interview. I don't know why that necessarily requires an apology. However, because of you know the way we are these mm. days, an apology was offered and uh, his deepest condolences. So that's number three. Well, if he would have said they were light-skinned people, he would have had to apologize for being inaccurate. That's true. Uh, number four is Melissa Harris Perry. On January 4th, MSNBC host Melissa Harris Perry apologized via Twitter after joking about a photo of Mitt Romney's family, which showed the former GOP presidential candidate holding his recent adopted grandson, Kieran, who's black. And she made a joke about them having a, a black... Uh, a token. Right. She said it was like a token black, yeah. So uh, she had to apologize, and she basically said she was being unprofessional. Can't believe she said such a thing. So once again, she apologized. But you know what I like is that all these people now, it's only been a week, right? They do our counter. We're up to like five. Uh, and that's without a ton of digging. Those are like pretty much on right. the top. But uh, everyone, when they apologize, uh, they all say like, those who know me and those people who truly know me know that I would never. You did. And know that I, I'm I'm not racist or whatever. And it's like. It's, first of all, not everybody does truly know you, so just take that off the table, you know, because that doesn't really mean anything. And second of all, you just said it, right. so either just go, you know, it was no big deal. I was sort of kidding or whatever. Which I would. How how hard would it have been to just be like, hey, it was a joke. That's all. I, you I guess it do. was in poor taste, but I didn't think about it at the time. I you know, no harm, no foul. It was a joke. That's all, and that's what Natasha Leggero said. She was like, "Those of you that are offended, like basically, f off because." Right. I was making a joke, and uh, I think she said, like, I had I had family that was in the war, and I have tons of respect for veterans. Right. And if and if if you think that they can storm the beach in Normandy, and but then a little joke by a right. five foot comedian is going to hurt their feelings, right. uh, you know, go take a shit with your clothes on. I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. But yeah, they're always like those who truly know me uh, would know that I never just stop saying. I don't that. believe that. Yeah. Uh, apology number five was Dee Dee Bonner, um, AJ McCarron's mother. And he is a... Uh, hey, D.D. He's a football player. He is a quarterback for Auburn. Auburn. Um, she made a comment about, uh, I think, the opposing quarterback, Jamal Winston, and said, is he speaking English? I guess the guy was talking during an interview. Is She's tweeting during the uh, the live interview. Is it Jamal? Jamal. J- oh, James. Is it Jameis? Yeah. I think- <laughs> Oops. Apologize. No, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, she made a comment basically or tweeted, she tweeted a joke basically saying like, what are we listening to? Is this English talking about the way that, uh, this gentleman was we speaking? Have, we don't have that audio, do we? No. And then she later, apo- oh, the audio of, uh, of him, of him talking that she was, she was talking shit about no, him speaking to a, a, you know, a reporter on the field. Yes, he, here it is. He was all. No, I don't have no, Okay. <laughs> I thought he cut it in. Yeah, he was all pumped up. And he's like, and they looked at me and they said, are you strong? And I said, I'm strong. If you strong, if you strong, we strong. Let's go out and do this thing. Whatever. I mean. But then she dude, retweeted an apology. He's, a, he's an athlete. He's right. pumped up. He just won. Uh, yeah. And I mean, it was better than the normal. Like, you know, it's a team effort. 
took the team to win. I sound way dumber every week on this show. Right. Without... You have a week to prepare. You just choose not to. And I suck at sports. <laughs> uh, so as far as uh, we're up to apology number five there. And uh, there was a couple other. Um... I, I think we should go to six because his name's not Jamal. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> I might have to apologize before the year's over, but it ain't going to be today. Stick to your guns, buddy. Uh, yeah. So a couple other uh, close, but and we'll see what happens with it is Dennis Rodman uh, refusing not to play basketball in uh, North Korea. Uh, he, he went on some sort of a freak out, had a freak out on this interview where he was screaming and yelling, but, uh, has yet to apologize for that. And then Evander Holyfield made a duck dynasty esque, uh, Phil Robertson homosexuality is he called it a handicap to being like disabled. Right. So, but he has not apologized and probably won't because he probably forgot that he even said it. Let's see if they take our advice. Evander, I know you listen to this show. Just chill out for a minute, dude. (laughs) Somebody else will do something dumb. Dave and I will say probably be a Vander. Yeah, he'll probably say something else. (laughs) Dude, somebody will bite your ear. I want to see somebody make an apology and make it worse when they're apologizing. Gosh, that would be funny. Did you see the Michael Bay thing? You know what? Okay, so you didn't. Please fill me in. So basically, uh, Michael Bay is at some like symposium or whatever that uh, I forget what the company was. It was like one of these TV, you know, companies that were selling them new TV. So he's at a trade show. And they're talking about this new, like, you know, it's like the Aquas or whatever the the uh, television, the, the new... Four times high def? Or yeah, whatever, whatever it is. And while they're showing, like, all these, like, clips from these great Michael Bay movies, they bring Michael Bay out to basically talk in the back. Like, so this is all going on in the background on this beautiful TV. And he's there to do... He's going to give, like, an impromptu interview. So he goes out on the stage. The guy asks him, like, a question, like, hey, you know, what do you think? Like, what how do you go about like coming up with these crazy action sequences? He starts talking and he's like fumbling around his words. Like, how do you, how do you ruin all of Ben's childhood cartoons? Like what's, <laughs> what's the process? So he starts, uh, he starts talking and you could see he's really nervous or whatever. And he stops talking and then he says, uh, um, let's start again or something to that effect. He's like, I don't know how to do this without any CGI. So, so then the guy says, no problem. They reboot. They st- he starts asking him another question. He starts answering with the same answer he was giving on the first question, and then he's like, I'm sorry, I can't do this, and just walks off the stage. He just didn't do the interview? Dude, it was literally, I don't know, 25 seconds, like from, from uh, inception. Of- and this was in front of a crowd, right? Oh, yeah. Like people, yeah. people were waiting. So, if you like, you know, obviously on Twitter, the uh, scavengers immediately, like, attacked him and were like, you know, all these jokes came out or whatever. But what I thought was funny is, is like, I mean, it's Michael Bay. The guy, the guy makes movies. He's not a professional speaker, right? You know, I, I mean, I think he makes just, shitty movies. Does he? I mean, I don't know. Does he make shitty movies? Yeah, he makes shitty movies, dude. Is it? Is it because he chooses they, they people that have shitty scripts choose him as the director? Or he's he, like, he takes a great concept and makes he's it a shitty. shitty director. He's like, you know what? Make this movie better. <laughs> Explosions. If everything went, and if if we shot a scene of uh, that Brazilian statue and we went around it in a helicopter like 10 times before each. He's like, I know this is a soccer film, but I feel like Will Smith should have two guns in his hand and he should be walking away from an explosion in slow-mo. <laughs> yeah, fuck that dude, man. He ruins every movie. I hate Michael Bay. Well, then there you go. You got a little bit of, uh, you should go back and watch it now because you'll be thrilled to see uh, Michael Bay fail. Yeah, it looks like it was at, uh, I don't know, something called CES, Consumer Elect- whatever. Yeah, the Consumer Electronics Show or whatever. Uh, so yeah, that was like all a buzz on Twitter. All these people were like making fun of him. It looked like I think that he probably sharded or something. 
Even oh, more, God. you know, because the look on his face. I think some people said the the teleprompter went down. They're going to make Chipotle no. apologize because he shit his pants <laughs> for 10 minutes after he ate it. He literally, like, stopped, had this frozen look on his face and turned around. If you go back and watch a slow-mo, that's a sharp face, dude. I, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> and you remember when uh, Al Roker, like, came out and admitted, which no one really needed him to do, that he t- he, sh- he shit his pants at the White House during Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I think you know maybe you'll get Michael Beta to uh, to come out with that later. And this would I, be a much more apt opportunity to say I shit my pants because Al Roker didn't need to. Right. Michael Bay might be able to cover his. Don't, do you think ass Michael, a little mind the pun? I mean, who cares if the guy walked out on a stupid consumer electronics show thing? Is it really embarrassing? I mean, I guess it's embarrassing to him because it's like you know, hey, you you don't know how to talk in front of people and how humiliating that all these people watched you walk away and they videotaped it and then put it on the internet for everyone else to watch Dude, you walk away. But if he's not embarrassed by Transformers 3, he ain't embarrassed <laughs> by, by taking a shit in his pants. I think Transformers 1 was embarrassing enough. But, but, I never made it past Transformers but 1. 1 sucked bad, but it had Megan Fox like a fresh... And her right, thumbs. Right out of the her box. Her thumbs. Yeah, both of them. It's awesome. Yeah, I they mean... They look like ping pong paddles. I, I still haven't looked at them because I don't want to. <laughs> it will ruin everything I don't want to know. Hey, the other thing I was going to say, uh, we went to, um, me and my wife were going to go out to the movies. I'm trying to remember what day it was. Anyway, during my, my uh, break, we went to the movies. And I wanted to see, I'd, I'd said, hey, I really want to see American Hustle. But I also want to see Wolf of Wall Street. Everyone that I, all the stuff that I heard, I didn't hear, hear anything about American Hustle. I think a, I heard on somebody's podcast that it wasn't that great, but I didn't hear anything majorly good or bad about it but i heard the, everybody was talking about wolf of wall street being yeah. amazing yeah i and haven't heard one bad thing about it they're both three hour movies give or take a couple minutes but why do they all have to be three hours now i don't Can't know we just cut something out so my wife makes the executive decision that she wants to see um american hustle and then chooses to attack me in the movie theater about how shitty the movie is while it's happening. <laughs> like you picked I can't believe we've wasted this much of our life. I can't believe that, you know, this, this is horrible. She, she turns and looks at me with disgust. Like I directed the movie. I'm like, I, I don't, if I'm not as disgusted as she is, like when she looks over to me, then she's pissed. Uh, you like, have I to, should you also have to, be like, this is <laughs> you have to equal her contempt for the movie. Well, I think what was funny is I told her the first time she, I said, listen, we paid, we're staying, we got nowhere else to be. So yeah, we're, we're staying it's awful. Cause yeah, it could turn around. What's, the, what's the last movie you walked out of? Uh, you know what? I was waiting for somebody to one time ask me this question and, uh, I, I hope we can, uh, edit it in later. <laughs> Uh, it's a movie with Ben Stiller. He's a detective, and I can I can Starsky never remember. No, no, no. I, I don't remember the name of this movie, but it's a real piece of shit. That would have been totally cool. If I think it's him, and maybe like Jeff Daniels or something like that. Ooh, really? Yeah, it was awful. Really? But uh, yeah, this is the only time I've ever walked out of a movie ever. Last movie I walked out of was Step Brothers with Will Ferrell. Are you kidding me? That's a great movie. No, nah, the movie sucks bad, dude. No, it's a great movie. Nah, I know. I'm the only one that thinks it, but I, I seriously left. I was like, this this, this, this sucks. Did you ever go back and watch it again? Uh, Yeah, I've watched pieces of it. And you know what's funny? I, I, I think, uh, is it John C. Riley or John Riley? I just call him John because we're buddies. Right. I, uh, I think he's great, and I think Will Ferrell is great. I think they're but both. just not great together? Just... I, I won't take us down that road, I, but I, no, that script was like, Hey, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley meet. They say some silly shit to each other. Right. Sounds the great end. so far. That's it. No, there's there nothing. Oh, I'm going to put my nuts on your drums. I like, would like, it. you know, you remember how you told me that, um, you like to do things. You like to be a guinea pig for the show. Mm-hmm. 
I need you to go back and watch Step Brothers again. Ooh. If you ever asked me to go back and watch something that I thought was a piece of shit, I'll do it this week. I would 100% go back and watch whatever that thing was. Yeah, I'll go back. I I don't know. It was too it was too much. I don't understand. Dude, I love Will Ferrell too. I I like him in almost everything. They were literally acting like babies. Like Zero they were crying when they're Zero parents. Effect was the name of the movie I walked out on. With Ben Stiller? Yeah. Let me see. I've never even heard of it. Ben Stiller, the world's greatest detective, Daryl Zero, aided by his associate Steve Arlo, investigates a complex and mysterious case of blackmail and missing keys for a shady tycoon, Gregory Stark, who is less than forthcoming about what really happened. Yeah, it sounds like it sucks. It's uh, Bill Pullman and uh, Ben oh. Stiller. So yeah, huge. That that was the only movie I've ever walked out on in my whole life. I'm sorry I interrupted you. So your wife wants you to hate it as much as you did. Yeah, and I I mean I was like, hey, I'm I'm. It's one of these movies that I guess I hate to say it, but the the the, the coming attractions, you know, the previews for uh, on TV for it, the promos looked amazing because both of them showed hot chicks with a little bit of clothes on and it looked like it was gearing up to be like an organized crime sort of movie. And Mm -hmm. there was going to be some, some murders and like a Goodfellas type of, I don't know. I just had that idea in my head that that's what it was going to be. Did you have that idea in your head? Uh, yeah, it looked like like, departed, like Goodfellas. It looked like, um, like one of the, you know, like a scam movie, like somebody trying to get, get away with something. The heist, anything, anything. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was every bit, a three-hour piece of dog shit. Except really? for Louis C.K. was in it. Spoiler what? alert: he was in it. He played like a bit part, but um, was he, he was he was good. I thought he, I thought he was good. My, my wife was like, "No, he sucked too." The whole movie sucked. Like oh, she really? she could find nothing redeeming. Dude, it. I, De Niro I'm, was also in it. I'm getting I'm getting full blown on the Jennifer Lawrence train. Oh yeah, I might watch a proactive commercial the whole <laughs> way through if she was on it, dude. I'm start I'm starting to get just like, oh yeah, I'll watch another Hunger yeah, Games she's awesome. movie if you want. That's cool. She uh, couldn't save it either. No. No. no kidding. That bad? No, no. It was just the, the whole, the, like, it, it was a, a story that happened, you know, was based on uh, a true story. Yeah. However, it was, like, shot from the angle of, like, a bunch of people that you didn't care about. So the there was a, you know, you had to get from A to B, but you, they went at it from, like, a 45-degree angle. Like, hey, we're going to do an art, artistic look on this person who no one cares about's idea of what happened during this event. Mm. I don't know. That's, I don't know if that explains it. Like weird, weird, I heard the weird cutaways that you don't people care about. were getting up and walking out. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. And people were, people were pissed. And the whole time she's looking at me and I'm like, you picked this. I said, Wolf of wall street. She's like, no, originally you brought up American. I would have never even thought of American hustle. I'm like, I'm just telling Dude, you, I still, man, I was like planning on somehow so, still seeing it. So the movie was three hours long. But we, we we talked about this before, too, I don't think on the podcast, but the previews were 30 minutes long oh. before the movie. And I think that's something the movie theater needs to do is when they put the total runtime of the movie, they need to include the the previews. Because if I look at a movie and it says two hours, right, or just a round number, and I go, man, I got to be somewhere at this time. So the movie's going to be starts at noon or two o'clock in the afternoon to see a matinee. It's a two hour movie. I'll be walking out of that place by, you know, four o'clock on the button, you know, four Oh five. Yeah. But no, I'm not, it's going to be four thirty or four forty five, or because not only do they have a bunch of previews for movies, they also have 40 or 50 different slides or, or cartoons or stupid things reminding people to turn their cell phones off, which isn't working because people continuously <laughs> have and my wife's one of these people. She left it on. Oh, not, not to uh, ring. She's on her cell phone. Like looking it? at Facebook, like in her coat. 
you know, or whatever. And I'm oh, like, there's sad. people in my you aisle that I'm looking down in the corner and it does bother people. I'm telling you, I look down the, co- the yeah, corner of my eye, I can see a light and I'm like, really? You have to talk. Can you get up and walk out of the theater? Well, it certainly takes you out of, of, of that element. Like you're, you're into the story. Well, and then the, the, the theater door was, oh, it was like stuck open. Like, you know, to come into the theater, uh, you know, there's double doors. There's the first two and then, you know, the open and then there's another yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're set up like that for a reason for soundproofing. So the first, mm-hmm. so I don't know what happened, but the doors got stuck open and we could hear a loud ass action movie. Like while we're trying to watch this movie. <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking in my head, like, please somebody get up and show. I don't want to have to be the guy. Cause I'm wedged in, you know, I told you, I like to sit all the way up into the corner against the wall. And I don't know why, for me to, I don't know why you go all the way to the movie theater. just to make the screen as small as you can. I don't know. But for me to get up, it would have been a big pain in the butt, but I saw people like tisking and shaking their heads. Cause they had their, but <laughs> nobody would get, put up. And I was like, listen, somebody's eventually going to have to take a piss here. So just do it. Take one for the team. Get up. The movie sucks anyway. Show some authority. I just get up. I'm like, you in the front row. Get up. Shut the door right now. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funnier. Uh, but no. So the movie ended up being a total piece of shit. But I guess the point I wanted to get to was the, uh, the, the trailers. It's gotten to the point where it's like enough already. Two, three. I remember, you know, two, three trailers and you were you were in the, you're in the movie. They should have like a, a like a... Um... Like a, a cinema start time and like, a, or like name it something, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a doors open at this right. and that's when the, the previews or whatever will start. But start time will be at 2.22. Did they have commercials too? Like com- for like products? No, no, no. Something I, like Pepsi dude, I, or something like that? I can't I handle guess maybe. that. I cannot handle it. My wife almost just stopped going to the movies with me because I complained so much about it. Well, listen, I guess what would also piss me off was people are coming into the theater now during the, you know, you know, you got 20 to 30 minutes of, of previews. That's crazy. They're showing up late because they're probably like, oh, there's no real hurry because even though it says this movie starts at eight, I know it doesn't start till eight twenty, eight thirty. Right. So there's people coming in the theater, people waving, hey, we're up here or, you know, and it's like, I know it's the previews, but Dude, don't come to the movie theater late. It's almost like when you come in, you know, when you have a curfew and you come Certainly in Certainly don't flag them down from the back. I, I, my <laughs> wife's like, why do you get so mad about that? I'm like, it's just rude. No, I hate it too. It's rude as hell. Yeah. Why do you come to a movie theater after? They should have a guy standing at the door and said, hey, you, you didn't make it. Well, I, I get missing it because shit happens, but you got to sneak in quietly somehow. Let me tell you something. The people that come in late are people that go to, they're the kind of people that show up late to every movie. Maybe. It's not a one-time event. Maybe. Uh, the percentage is low. I guarantee the kind of people who are like, well, I don't really care about it. What if them. there was a produce truck in front of them? Watermelon okay, started I'm, falling I'm, out. I, shit happened. Then they had to clean it up. That that happens a lot. I'm just saying one. Cattle, yeah, livestock, anything I, like that's that. That's why I'm saying I, I I would assume that the majority of those people are just people who don't give a yeah. shit about being considerate. One, yeah. or, one or two of those people were getting held up at the concession stand. Well, plus, because if you're, if it's, say the movie starts at seven and you're trying to make it, you go, I can be a few minutes late. Then you're going to walk in during previews or, right. you know, whatever. That's fine. But if you're going like it's it's gonna be eight eight twenty two, so I'll but you don't for... you don't walk in with eight people, okay? At at twenty minutes after the preview started and go, hey, are all these seats taken? No, you do that uh, with one yeah. other person, and you sit the first seat you come to. You don't stand in the aisle and look around and point and do all kinds. <laughs> you of know things. my th- my theory on making people feel like put out in public. I would probably just sit along the wall, like you, on the carpet. And you flip quiet. the garbage can lid over. And you're like, I guess I'm stuck here. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I would put it. You're in the look, projection booth. I would look like that robot walking around Jabba's palace, dude. I know everybody. I I know I'm the one that looks like a trash can nerds. <laughs> I know I'm persnickety about you know everything. You're persnickety. 
But I will tell you, it just it ruins my movie going experience when people aren't sitting and what they need to be say, when they need to be there. One might say acerbic. That's sure, a if they're word smart. I'm throwing around, yeah. Yep, okay. rip that off your calendar January first. Or... Yes, it's January eighth, and the word is. Acerbic. So after we got done, uh, we went to another movie. We took the uh, the two year old to her first movie. Went to saw. Uh, we went and saw Frozen. But real quick, dude, think about if if the movie's three hours. There's almost 30 minutes of shit beforehand. If you got a babysitter, God forbid you want to eat food too. Right. You're asking them, hey, watch my kid for like five or six hours. Plus with 30 minutes, I've already got my concessions, right? And I'm sitting down. I got 30 minutes of previews. I'm done with the popcorn before the movie even I starts. I know. I ate all your shit during Bad Grandpa <laughs> by the time the movie started. <laughs> no, you're, yeah, you're totally right. You're you're nachoed out. Absolutely. You want to like eat that during the movie, but. You can't hold on to it and no. be like, because it's hot. I can't. Right? It's under a heat lamp when they give it to you. I have to wait until you give it to me. It doesn't hold that heat forever, right? <laughs> yeah. It, well, by the time you gave it to me, it wasn't that warm anymore. So, well, there was a hole. There was a hole in the bottom of the bag. I don't want to so. get pushy. It's just that it was kind of cold. But. <laughs> All right. Uh, so after we went to a different movie, went to see Frozen, had the same problem where the baby probably would have sat through the hour long, hour and twenty minute long movie. But there's a fifteen minute Mickey Mouse cartoon first. The baby would have been fine making it through the movie, except there's a fifteen minute Mickey Mouse commercial, and then there's thirty five minutes of previews. It was a commercial or a cartoon? No, it was a cartoon. It was like a stupid because it's a Disney movie. They do like a, one of those Steamboat Willie like oh that's coming throwback back cartoons. That's coming oh, back. You know they do that in front of all these Disney movies. They do. I know they You'll start. That. I know they, and they used to do that I in the they, theater. I mean, that's obviously not. I thought they stopped doing that. No. Oh, that's awesome. So anyway, or does it suck? <laughs> then the, well, it sucks because <sighs> to get a two-year-old to be able to sit still during yeah. a movie is hard enough, and oh. then you add, you know, forty minutes pr- before the movie even st- like we got there last, like went into the theater at the last minute. Like, hope okay, this is our start time. We if we get two hours or an hour and twenty minutes, it's gonna be great. But forty minutes before the movie even starts, we're still watching previews and cartoons. Yeah, and it's like there's no way you're gonna you're gonna keep this keep this up. So especially for a kids' movie. Yeah. After that, we went to uh, House of Co- the House of Kobe in Cherville, and uh, of the House of Kobe. I think so. My eight year old son's been there before, and I want to say last time we were there, the baby, you know, my two year old was a baby, so didn't really you have brought any... your baby to House of Kobe. Oh yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. God, dude, I don't know how you guys do it. So my kids aren't gonna like go to McDonald's until they're ten. Well, listen. So my we get there and we get the guy. We finally got an Asian. You know uh, what? what do you call those that guys? House of Kobe. What do you call those guys? Chop. Sashi. Uh, are they some kind of special chef? Like a, a hibachi chef? Whatever they are. Yeah, they're the guys that do the choppity chop. Usually, flickety flick. You know, that's what I want. It, I, people may say it's offensive or whatnot, but I, I don't care. There should be no affirmative action at a ethnic restaurant like this. You don't want the white guy. You <laughs> I'm know, sure the make, minorities are piled up at the door trying to get in. You know what I'm saying? It, this it, ain't it, fair, oh, man. Dude, I've, had, I've had a white chef before. Yeah, there. I have too, it but it's like they're like pounding at the door like, we want to uh, work at Oscar we, we get an Asian guy, uh, unknown what specific... Uh, nationality he is number two asian enough apology number for me (laughs) so it could be a pacific island the guy had no pizzazz really he didn't that that really bumped you pay a lot of money for this place well that's what you're paying for right well the experience that much more no well it's a few bucks more to have yeah but really it's a few bucks more i'm not to shit on your point but it is kind of amazing they're like (laughs) really not to shit on my point they're like oh you could have a steak and chicken for 12 bucks 
at, like how uh, you specify at like Olive Garden or some right. shitty restaurant, or you could pay fourteen fifty and have this dude make a choo choo train out of onions and it'll go doo doo okay. walk by you. Well, anyway, the guy does the thing where he puts like a you know a couple of uh, uh, you know I don't even know what like a piece of chicken or whatever on mm. the spatula and tries to throw it in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, he just has no, like, Love the guy's not, trick. he's not even looking at you when he does it. He's, this guy was totally mailing it in, so <laughs> I don't know what happened behind closed doors, but this guy basically came, cooked, walked away, and I was like, what What a downer, man. You can't mail that job in. That's what I'm saying. That's the one job where you have to really yeah. bring it because that's part of the experience. That's like if you went to Medieval Times and the guy was just like, they just were talking not the, not the Queen's English. Oh, fair maiden. <laughs> like, do Dost you remember the scene from? Forsake me. You remember Cable Guy with Janine Garofalo, <laughs> where she just comes out and she and he's like, "Didn't he say something?" Wait a minute, like, they didn't have utensils, but they had Pepsi. <laughs> she goes, "I got a lot of tables, dude." Right? Yeah. She just breaks it. characters. Like, listen, you want Pepsi or not? Being an asshole. <laughs> We've been traveling for a fortnight. Does that? What <laughs> he's <is> like, wench, <laughs> wench. Uh, uh, King's so, thirst for the mighty ale that thou might have for thus. I I believe that. Uh, it really ruined my experience. I just had a lot of like really crazy, uh, bad. Unfortunately, I have to say, uh, Japanese and Chinese food experiences lately. I had a, a delivery guy two hours late. Oh, yeah. You ended up being here with yeah, the guy, yeah. and you ate the food. Yeah, I did. So, somehow my my miserable experience turned out to be a Dave, windfall for you again, Dave. Whenever you run out of food, I'll be here, dude. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> It's That's kind of a, a it's kind of a reoccurring theme. It's not having. a coincidence that I keep ending up eating your food. Yeah, two hours late. I don't know at what point do you, well, what point do you just yeah, say? You, yeah, uh, I don't care how great this place is. I took you, a picture of the guy coming up the drive. Yeah, you you photobombed him. <laughs> then you uh you made him go. You called to check and see if he was coming, and they said, oh, he should have been there by now. I guess it took a long time, so they had to. She's like, no, no, it'll be cold. I'm going to call him back. So he had to go back. They had to remake it. So now your late meal is going to be an hour later. Well, that's what they told me. But really, when he came there, he's like, oh, I was coming from another delivery down the street and fell down and hurt my arm. Or he's like, I, I, I'm late because I fell down. He was like rubbing his elbow. Like, he ain't getting no sympathy that's, for me, dude. That's it's two not, hours. That's not how he sounded. Well, I'm not even going to I'm not even <laughs> going to attempt Apology counter yeah. number three. Well, because I used a, I used I a regular. Want, no, I want. You wanted me I wanted to, go, you to do it. Oh no, yeah. it's not happening. I, I tried like, to do oh. it for you before, and you're like, "That's awful." Yeah, you did have a horrible Chinese accent. <laughs> Is it Chinese an like, accent? Yeah, a Mandarin accent. I don't know Cantonese. Oh, I don't know. There, like, I think it's a language. I don't think that's an accent. I think that's just broken what? English. Man, what? The way it's it's a Chinese person trying to speak English. It's not an accent. An accent would be like. You know, somebody speaking like a specific dialect, maybe right, or, or having like well, a... if someone, uh, yeah, well, if you do like uh, like when I did the 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 pool Nazi at the Highland Swimming Pool, that's not her accent. Yeah, but she was like, "You gotta take it and gum." I, no, that's I not understand. how you say gum. That's not, but that's not an that's accent. How she says it. That's just you making fun of some poor person who's trying to acclimate to. She's definitely poor because she ain't getting paid a lot to do that gig, that's for sure. That's probably her fifth job. So you wouldn't consider that an accent? Uh, no, I would consider her, that's Did her say attempting that to speak English. Speak the Queen's English? Imagine if you It's went not to, their accent, it's just that they're If you went to a foreign English? country, if you, were, if you went to Mexico and you were trying to speak Spanish, they wouldn't go, hey, this guy's got a crazy accent. They'd be like, this is an idiot who can't speak Spanish. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Unless they speak perfect, it's not an accent, it's them... Speaking shitty. I guess an accent would be like uh, Brad Pitt in uh, um, Snatch. Well, he'd be, yeah. Well, well, then, well, that's him doing a terrible version of English. Well, that's no, his that's attempting him trying to, to make up English. a fake a, a fake accent. 
gosh, he he gets a couple of it. He gets a couple uh, awards for worst accents, doesn't he? Oh yeah, doesn't he yeah. have some really bad ones in other? I I mean the guy the guy's awesome though. Yeah, he is awesome, but he's from like Oklahoma or what could you know could I, yeah because the, the south the, 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 when he the, does uh, a southern accent, it's horrible. The one he did in um um the bastards, the glorious bastards. Yeah, and the one oh, killing Nazis. <laughs> So yeah. Now you're gonna point your sausage licking <laughs> finger right there on that map. We're awfully glad. To I hear wonder you. if he like came in there, just started doing it. And they're like, "That's fine, whatever. Just come up with one." He's like, "I came up with this accent." And he started doing. It. He's like, "Now I'm a what was this? A uh, Reigns, uh, something Reigns, wasn't it? Aldo Reigns. Yeah, Aldo Reigns. And <laughs> I will have me my 100 scalps." Nancy. And Quentin, Quentin Tarantino was like, how, "How did you say that again?" I will have me my 100 Nazi scalps. What are you trying to what? Where are you supposed to be from? And he's like, he just keeps, he just keeps, I will have me my 100. And he's like, you know what? That, that's fine. That's I think fine. you get just a guy like it. Brad Pitt and you just go, yeah, we're just going to go with whatever he says. Yeah. You know, even Quentin Tarantino doesn't, uh, doesn't second guess Brad Pitt. Yeah. He's like, do you have to do that mustache too? I'm going to have me the mustache. All right. All right. I think that like, all right, action. What happened to Travolta? If you think about it, now that you bring that up. So what? How he used to be like, Mister God? No, uh, Tarantino like basic basically give this guy a second opportunity. Yeah, yeah. At, at being a celebrity, he goes for a good. I don't know what do you say, fifteen years, ten years. Oh, he had a huge comeback. Yeah. And then what happened? He's gone. Oh, he had a few personal tragedies getting the way of you know things. Okay, but I mean, is is he done? We gotta shake the dust off. Get back up there and make another uh, shitty. Do you movie get another chance? Do you get another chance? You gotta get up, dust yourself off, and make another shitty movie about you. Supposed to be an angel. <laughs> do you, I wonder if you get another chance? You ever see Michael the movie Blues? I think is he in Michael. that movie? Yeah, he is. It's he's really Michael. Bad. Right? It's really bad. Well, no, was he? Was Quentin Tarantino brought him back just for one? Yeah, just for uh, he did. Um, well, that's probably how come he hung on to Sam Jackson and he hung on to a lot of other. I think they. I think that you know yeah. why. Yeah. I don't know. I think Quentin Tarantino they both likes went to the, the same massage parlor and I, just went awry. I think I think Quentin Tarantino looks at it like, "Hey, this is a kind of a a badge I'm going to wear. I'm going to take this guy and I'm going to use him as like, yeah, see if I can make something out of it. Like like those movies like Mean Girls where you take somebody that's not that attractive and you spruce them up a little bit and you make them the, the best thing in the world and then you and you bring them to their knees. First of all, you leave Tori Spelling out of this. <laughs> that's not that's none of our business. That just gave me an idea. Maybe we were trying to work on new um, impersonations. Yes, I think Quentin we Tarantino. Never did it. I think Quentin Tarantino is going to be my next one. I'd have to. Uh, doesn't he just talk? He, nah, he talks like super fast and like. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't. Right. I don't want to bury the lead. I got to work on it first. I got to turn around and make that thing with my elbows. This week, I was. Uh, I've been in bed the last two days because although every day on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else, I talk about how great my uh, my new snowblower is that I got this year. The electric starter went out on it, so I was like, the and it was so cold. Um, like 30 below zero or whatever with the wind that all the, the, everything froze on this thing. So I couldn't get it started the other day, but I attempted to start it like, I don't know, 20 or 30 times. Cause I just didn't want to shovel and ended up throwing my back out. I don't know what throwing your back out means, but did I think that's like, what I did. Did you have like at the time where you're like a mid shovel and you went like, Oh, I kind of like couldn't move. Yeah, or was much. it like you came in, set your shovel down? Um, it was like gradual. No, down. I felt a couple of pings where I was like, Oh, and then, but I continued on and it was like, probably i should have stopped over the first one i've had a couple of back moments where it's like you can't continue, like you drop and you're stopped and then i've had the, the kind where you wake up the next day and go i shouldn't have done that also i feel like it you know i've never had ever have had an issue with my back and i feel like now i feel horrible for anyone who has like 
like a nagging back problem or like, you know, it's a, like a football injury. Or... I got a herniated discs. They blew. Yeah, I bet. Hey, when you when you went to House of Kobe, man, that sucks that your guy wasn't enthusiastic. No, yeah, he wasn't. Because that's like when my kid gets older, I'm not like, he's going to look forward to doing You're going to make that him a chef at House of Kobe. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to talk to him See first. that? That's going to be you one day. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like go there and like scope it out and make sure that the dude's cool. You know oh. how hot it is in that place? There was a chick sitting at the table next to me wearing a, a winter hat with a little ball on top of it, but a regular T-shirt. Fucking hipsters. Yeah. It was a chick, though. I usually don't see that. Oh, hipster chicks. Yeah, no, that sucks. Um, But what I was going to ask you is you have a two-year-old. Now, when you they, – they serve all kinds of weird food. Are you, My is, two-year-old eats sushi and – But and everything's like, clear? Like, what do you mean? For, I mean – like, allergies and stuff? Yeah. Like, what if they feed her some sort of weird... <laughs> oh, well, almost, I, like, some, I don't, some kind of nut, you know? I think that... Uh, I mean, we haven't run into an issue where she's allergic to anything. How she you, is, and you deal with it. How do you? But how do you approach that when you're like, oh, I don't know if it's time to... Uh, there's rules. My wife knows all those rules. Well, I don't like, know any rules. You but... wait a certain amount of years before your kid can have peanut butter, and you're waiting. You know, there's there's definitely guidelines or whatever that the doctors will say. Don't introduce this until then. And well, my rule was, and all... we did that with the first, with with my eight year old, but with the with this baby, it's just like, ah, hey, whatever. I was feeding her. She eating shrimp and, and sushi and whatever. You're giving her shellfish at like yeah. seven months. Yeah. Well, my thing was, uh, I took the approach of my kids had peanut butter. He's two. He's about your kid's age. And uh, I always took the approach of like, <laughs> here's me. I feel like I'm a good dad, but here's where I feel miserably. I was like, my kid's not a pussy. He can eat peanuts or whatever. And I know I'll have to go on Twitter and apologize to all the kids who have peanut allergies. But I was like, no, dude, no kid of mine's going to freak out from a nut. Are you kidding me? I want him to, yeah, I want him to eat like raw oysters <laughs> right. uh, with peanut butter on them and some just sashimi. In, just introduce it and see what happens. Well, I did. Uh, my, my kids eating my kid, my kid eats peanut butter like it's no big deal. So I figure nuts are good, right? Nuts are easy, and peanut butter is fine. Well, I was, you know I'm going to pull that nuts are good thing. I, <laughs> nuts are very good. So I'm sitting on the couch eating a bag of like mixed nuts or whatever. He, he comes up and he's like, "Hey, you know, I want some. I want some." So I say, "Yeah, sure." So I give him a handful of these nuts that I'm eating, you know, and it's no big deal. And uh, he eats it. <laughs> He eats it fine. He walks away. Everything's all good. And my wife's like, "Did you give him? Did you, did you just give him like mixed nuts or whatever?" And I said, yeah, no, no big deal. You know, my kids. Like I said, my kid ain't. He's made of sterner stuff. My kid ain't, ain't worried about tree nuts. That's for. That's she for never sissies. told you this, like day one. What? Like what you can and can't do, it, dude. Or you I just said I heard myself. it. I don't care. I took it upon myself. I said my kid is. He will not. He's tough. He eats peanut butter and he's fine. So I gave him these anyways. We're getting ready to leave. We had this company Christmas party thing. We're both dressed. I mean, like dressed nice. She got a, my wife did her hair and makeup, which she doesn't get to do a lot anymore, whatever. So we're all ready. And the kid walks in to the, to the kitchen, makes this weird face. We had babysitters over, you know, family makes this weird face at, at, uh, at my, my grandma and just, or his grandma and just yaks, just starts projectile, like exorcist just starts vomiting. Well, you haven't seen exorcist. No. Oh, I've well, seen that. That's like part. split pea soup. Yeah, I know he that. just starts yakking everywhere. He's getting big hives on his eyes, his face. He's, this he's, was this year? This was, uh, yeah, a few days ago, like a <laughs> week ago or two. It was, no, it was around, like just before Christmas. Right. I just didn't bring it up. I did when you talked about House of Kobe because now I'm like, if I go there, what, I'm you be didn't like, figure out in, what it was? Well, I, I gave him a cashew. So he's allergic to cashews, I guess. But I, I don't know. Like I said, he eats. Go to the, go to the allergist. Well, I. 
listen, like I said, he's not a, he's not getting into a pussy. He can eat nuts. Right? So I'm going to try it again every day, and he's going to keep vomiting until eventually. You just break it up into tiny, tiny pieces and just inter- you know, introduce it I'm going to make small. cashew dust and sprinkle it. But yeah, so blow I, in his face like a ninja. I, I, felt like, I felt like the biggest the biggest dick uh, because I, I spoke for how tough my kid was, and he ends up yakking everywhere and had and hives. We'd give him Benadryl. I will say this, out. though. Your kid did punch my kid in the face, so I will say he's pretty tough. He did. Well, he slaps women. He, is, <laughs> he, 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 will, he will hit a female from time to time if he feels she's out of line. Right. He, or if he's just running around like a maniac because my wife gave him a bunch of caffeine. He, uh, and <laughs> well, he, he has since apologized on Twitter and Facebook and said, I'm sorry. It's Those people that know me closely right. know that I would never, ever hit another two-year-old in the face. That's right. just not who I am. And if you don't know who I am, then you don't know. Hashtag Dexter apology. I wish. Uh, let me see if I can. Get so I'm a bad quick. dad. That's the point of that. I want to read you this story real quick, and then we will get out of here. I'm also a bad dad because I thought I accidentally let him watch porno on my phone. What? Inadvert- inadvertently. Inadvertently. I don't know how much you know about pornography, Dave. But sometimes in the beginning they have commercials. They have trailers for one eight one eight eight. Uh, do dirty stuff, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so I have, uh, I just have a couple of movies in the library, you know, here and there. And one of them, when it has this commercial, it has this cheesy, like someone took a cast. You downloaded these? They're in your phone? No, like, is, saved? Well, hold on. Or streaming? I have a DVD okay. Oh, gotcha. of an adult okay. movie. And before the main feature begins, there's a, a commercial and it has this cheesy music like someone has a little Casio with a delay on it or something. And it goes like, like you know, cheesy right. porn, but not like, not that 70s, like, bow, chicka, bow. it sounds like crappy, like somebody who was pulling up to the, uh, the high school in 90210 would be listening to or something. It sounds like that. And I recognize this little tune song. Like Friends Forever by the Saved by the Bell crew. Super close, super duper close. <laughs> but I remember this song because I've seen the movie once or twice. And so, yeah, so I have a, a visceral reaction when I hear this this music. I hear it and I go, "Oh, it's game time! It's on!" Right? <laughs> well, I downloaded an app that's like ABC for toddlers. I download this app on my phone. The same. And song. I don't know if you know another thing. I don't know if you know about adult features, but you can also watch them on your phone from time to time if one were so inclined. Well, I don't have a lock on my phone. I have whatever. I just let my kid play with my phone like a lot of parents do. So I got him this ABC toddler app. He's sitting there and he runs through it and it's got flashcards and ABCs, whatever. Well, when you hit different letters, they make, you know, a sound. You hit H and it goes like, you know, it has guitar, H, horse or whatever. One of the letters makes the exact same sound. It goes... It makes that exact same noise. Well, my kid's playing with my phone. I got family start projectile vomiting. <laughs> he starts yakking while there's porn on the phone. No, he's playing with the phone, and I have family over, not thinking anything of it, and I hear this... And I instantly think, holy crap, my kid's watching filthy porn on a two-year-old is watching He's going to walk over to your family like, eh. On a phone. Yeah, he's going to walk up to my mom and be like, no, no, look, you know. Uh, so I race over, you know, he's playing all innocent, whatever. And I race over, kind of smack the phone out of his hand and grab it. Like, hey, playtime's over. Uh, uh, no more ABCs for the night, you know. <laughs> what you, you know what I mean? And I take it and I look and it is just 
I don't know, it was N for... What Do you think it, it's the same song exactly? Dude, or just... I don't know if it's the same. How come you haven't put, played them next to each other yet? I'll tell you what, it's close enough that I got in the mood. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's close enough that my wife and I both gave the I. She was like, yeah, uh, he pushed he pushed N, and it said N for, I don't know, whatever it was, Night Owl. And then my wife and I both go, gave each other this sideways glance. But it was funny, because I smacked the phone out of his hands, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, and I grabbed it, and I'm thinking... It's like I'm 13 again. Like I'm trying to like. I would have laughed. You would have broke your phone. Like, like I'm trying to like stash porn between my mattresses. I'm a, now you're hiding it from your children. Now I'm your hiding parents. it from my children, my in-laws, my parents, all at the same time. This is during the holidays again, too. You know, uh, it turned out that it was just his game. But you should have seen the look on my face when I thought he was about oh, to, uh, when he was about to watch striptease. He's about to phone. become a man. Yeah, he was about. To, I was like, "Listen, I'm sorry about the cashew or a thing." Lady. I said, "I'm about to." <laughs> said, sorry about the cashews. I'm gonna make it up to you. All right. Push letter N. No one's looking. Uh, before we go, I I found this news story and I, I laughed, and I, it just shows how cold of a person I am. But I don't know if you've heard the story yet. But I want to see what your reaction is. The, the title is this is from uh, Yahoo News. A U.S. man gets eight months in prison for hitting a child on a plane. Now, I know what you're thinking. Guy got mad at his kid and hit his kid. It's not what happens here. But I don't want to spoil it for you, so I'm just going to read it. A former aerospace executive who, while on a plane flight, slapped a crying toddler and called the little boy who is black a racial slur was sentenced on Monday to eight months in prison for the incident and his attorney blamed on his alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Ricky Hundley is the gentleman's name who apologized in court to the child's mother was accused of striking a 19 month old boy in the face oh, on board of a months? Delta air, uh, lines flight from Minneapolis to Atlanta, uh, last February Hundley 61. So there's kind of an age gap between 16 months and 61 years pleaded guilty to the misdemeanor, uh, recommended the prosecutor recommended six months, but the judge said, uh, nah, we're going to go a little bit more than that. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Hunley told the child's mother during the court hearing. I made the most terrible day in my life worse for myself and others. Um, Hunley's attorney has said that her client had flown to Atlanta to remove his dying son from life support after an insulin overdose and was emotionally distraught. She also blamed his alcoholism for his behavior. The child's mother previously said Hundley was being belligerent and seemed intoxicated. He used a racial slur when the child named Jonah started crying as the plane descended. The baby is black and his, and we've it's said that like four times already. Um, and his adopted, his adopted mother, Jessica Bennett of Minneapolis, is white. Hunley, whose attorney said he was fired from his executive position at AGC Aerospace and Defense after slapping uh, the child, was also white. Um, at the sentence hearing, Bennett, she said to, had to explain the death of a... Uh, at the sentencing hearing, Bennett said she too had experienced the death of a child, explaining that about four years ago she and her husband had to remove their three-week-old baby from life support. Uh, Bennett called Hunley's a socially undeveloped racist and a bully. He treated me like jo- me and Jonah like we were less human, and he deserves to be punished. Uh, you don't have the right to raise your hand against another human being, period. What do you think about that? I think that, well, first of all, those who know him, <laughs> right, who he never. truly is, knows that he would never, ever slap a 19-month-year-old black baby. Old black baby ever. Uh, yeah. How long did he get again? 
Uh, he was given eight months. He was six months was the recommendation by the prosecutor, but the judge tacked on an extra two for good measure. Injury? Emotionally or physically? Physically. I, it doesn't say so, so I would assume no. Because the kid will forget because he's not even two. He slapped it. I mean, it was open hand. So. It's not appropriate. <laughs> How would you react to that, though? If somebody hit if my you were kid? A, no, if, if you saw somebody, if you watched it happen. What was the slur? Did it say? No, I'm I'm assuming it was the N-word or something close oh, to. I can't assume. It could have been okay. something crazier. <laughs> <laughs> something crazy. Uh, I doubt it was like a Japanese uh, well, slur, but. What what would make him so mad at that kid? He's like, you filthy Jew. And he just <laughs> right. Although that would make it kind of funny. If it was he was just so wrong. <laughs> he just called it the wrong thing. Right. He was like, I hate Asians. He just smacked little kid. Right. Nope. Uh, how funny would it have been if after the mom got mad, he would have just been like, Bennett let off some steam <laughs> and just walked off he the He had plane. a comment. What would you do if you saw an incident like that take place. I would, I mean, I would tackle the dude. Would you really? Think, yeah. I, After he slapped him? Because how are you, what if you're like. Absolutely, yeah. But if I saw over. a grown man slap a 19 month old But then he kid, just slapped and walked away. If I saw somebody do that and it was their own kid, I'd have serious issues with really? it. Really? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, does he, does he drop the mic and walk away? I don't Is know. He like, it I'm out. like he dropped mic and walked away. Yes. <laughs> It's just like, I'm out. I can't believe that the chick didn't chase after him. I mean, maybe she did. It just, you know, I don't know who tackled well, him or what happened. It, what I'm saying, what if it was, okay. I felt like smacking people's okay. kids many a time It's in the past. not okay to slap someone else's kid. But what if it was just like a little, like say we're back in the 40s again. You know, back when. I like the way you think. More respect or whatever. And say he just was like a little, like a. Cuffed him in the back of the head. You know, you know, like a, sort of like a. Uh, wake up like a little bit right. less than that candy store owner or the pharmacy owner store did to Jimmy uh, Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life. You know, he whacks <laughs> yeah. him in the ear. Yes, not that hard, but not just a pat right. either. Like in the middle, like kind of a. I mean, you know, then it's like, hey, this dude's crazy. He's out of line. But put no, him, it sounded like I mean, put him the, in jail. I think the racial slur is what really uh, you know showed the. Uh, we should never. You should not go to jail for that because no, no, no. I'm saying that's really that's where. what shows the intent. That it wasn't just like, hey, there's no way of getting around it. Like, oh, I, I tripped on the plane because I was drunk and I accidentally, my hand fell down. Well, not an accident. <laughs> I mean, you're saying like hate, hateful stuff to a baby that. Yeah, you, that, I don't know. I think I would, part of me says I would tackle the guy. But the other part of me would just be like, I would kind of just, if, if the baby wasn't hurt, I might just watch like, what? I might just look around to my friend. Like, Would you there? reach for your cell phone to try to get as much taped as you possibly could. No, my phone shit. How many people takes you too think long by the time I got it loaded up? <laughs> How many people you think would just reach for their phones? Oh, many. 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 Within, before ever many. acting. Yeah, uh there was this guy when when we had this horrible snow coming down, uh my my cousin was plowing or whatever and he's in this lot and he's watching this guy just he's just coming down uh slip sliding all over going through big snow piles, not like out of just out of control, like he didn't know where he was going, right? Well, there's another guy behind him, and the dude ends up hitting this big snowbank, and and the guy kind of stumbles out of the car, and the guy pulls up behind him with a phone out, and my cousin thinks, oh, he he's this dude's already called the cops, man, you right? Better, you you better go or whatever your deal is, and the guy goes, the guy steps out and goes, no, 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 I'm not calling the cops, dude. I was just getting video of it. I was just taping this guy. <laughs> he knew the dude was like drunk, driving around in this crazy snowstorm, and he still was just like. Not so much that you could plow into a bus full of children. This is going to look awesome on YouTube. Right. So that's where we're at. 
Like that. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. You gotta love people inside. You know, here's one thing to be to not be intimidated by bad weather and being able to drive in it, especially when you live somewhere like Northwest Indiana, Chicago, where you never know what you're gonna get. We got clobbered. But but the people who when it when the roads are sheer ice and it's you know thirty below zero and there's like snowstorm happening, uh, when people go like you know are driving just to go to the red box, like it's like hey, you've heard every police agency governmental agency say hey we don't want you on the road if, if you don't State have to be on the road do not be on the road and people are like yeah i'm gonna run to the red box it sounds like we're gonna be in for a while it was a state of emergency and i saw a guy who was locked outside of his car it was 30 below with the wind chill didn't really even have proper gear and i spoke to him and he said i was just trying to go to the mcdonald's real quick <laughs> i'm like they're not open right there's you know why they're not open? Because it's 30 below. Right. Get, get the fuck back in the house. But, uh, yeah, no, we got clobbered. You know who I can't stand in the, in the winter? People that drive really fast. There's a, there's, a, well, there's, a, there's a few people. All right. Of course, there's the jogger guy. Oh, I don't care what the weather's like. I have gear for this. I bought, yeah, I saw your I bought, brother. I bought 250 Yeah, I agree with him. I bought $250 worth of shit so I could run in this weather. Go to a gym, a treadmill. You know, just do push-ups in your living room. Yeah, like my just brother. Just make you feel bad about yourself. Well, they are trying to shame me, right? But it's about you. Not at that. That's why they're doing it. Me specifically. Yeah. No. But on that occasion, I don't feel bad about myself because the if it's twenty five out and they're doing it, then yeah, they're definitely just trying. Or Thanksgiving Day, then they're trying to shave me. See, I look. I, I'm me. in my warm house and I look me. out the window and I'm like, man, what are you running from? I mean, seriously, <laughs> what are you running from? Well, like, I, these guys I, obviously got problems. <laughs> Who wants I, to run for fun? I. Well, I like to run. For, well, actually, I don't like to run, but I just do it. I don't know why I do it. It's this weird thing. But the runner in this weather, screw that guy. Because you're absolutely just going like, check me out. I'm still running in it. Teenage girl with wet hair and shorts on the bus stop with her frozen. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. Waiting for waiting. That's a good one. That's a good one. Wet hair people. Uh, that's I was going to. Remember that in high school, like, like chicks had the hair that was like, get on the bus and the, the hair oh, would literally like, be like. Hair sickles. <laughs> yeah, There's just hair so sickles stupid. everywhere. Or they wear shorts and be like, well, we're only in the bus stop for a minute. I just ran from my house to the bus. It's like, you really need to be wearing a skirt. <laughs> I went to school with a lot of Hispanic chicks and there was always that wet hair look. Right. You know, which. Fine, Soul glow. I guess, whatever. I don't know what they call it. It's a. Uh, yeah. Like what, Jerry Curl. No, Hispanic chicks. But it's the same thing. It just it glistens. It's like uh, it's not wet. Their hair just looks like, like it's. I'm pretty sure it's right. wet, dude. Oh, it is. I don't. If I, I feel like if I, if I we put might my be finger, apologizing very shortly. I feel like here. if I put my fingers through it, I would have to do the same thing that uh, some sissies do when they eat pizza, where they dab it right. in a paper towel right. first. I do that. But that being said, they're beautiful. God love them. Uh, the the guy that wears the shorts all year round, I fucking hate that guy, dude. Yep. There's a guy. It's like. Oh, I don't know what that was. There's a guy that wears the shorts. He's always like, oh, I don't care. It's not that cool. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it, you know it is, and you're just being an asshole right, right now. Like, you know. I don't like guys that wear shorts ever. So, really, when you wear it in the wintertime, you're pushing it. I don't. Know? Yeah, I don't wear them. Especially a, denim shorts. A ton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there'll always be one jerk off with a Green Bay Packers hoodie and, like, shorts. Right. Go, that'll go, oh, and this ties into the next guy. The, Usually the, a fat guy. The This, of course, not a lot of teeth. Uh, and this ties into the next guy, the guy that says this ain't that cold. Yeah, y- yes, it is. It's not my opinion. It's right. not like it's not like I think this movie's good or I happen to like classical right. music. It's, it's a fact. It's a fact. I'm, lo- <laughs> I'm looking at the Farmer's Almanac from the last hundred years. It's never been this cold. <laughs> we have ever. We have. Uh, or this guy even does that when it's like five degrees, right, or whatever in the winter. 
we have a system to to scientifically judge how goddamn cold it is, and that system, which is in fact it's based on science, says it's that cold. I got one that's even better that though. The guy that uh, like I was working in that the nastiness, and me and one of the other there was three of us talking, and I go, man, this is the worst since I've been here doing this that I've ever seen. I mean, I can't remember it being this awful. And the one guy goes, oh, I, I remember uh, a couple years ago. It was, it was so worse than this. Guy. Yeah. Oh, no, it, was, it, it wasn't worse bad. than this. It, was like it wasn't worse. How about, can't you just say this? Yeah, I remember a couple years ago, it very possibly was this bad or, or I'm not sure, but I remember it being, yeah. all, it was awful that day too. Yeah. But no, this was also it's like, I've already lived day. through you. This is back when you were, he was like, ah, you, you were probably on vacation. I think at the time for some reason you weren't around, but I remember working when it was worse, <laughs> but this is bad too. It's Absolutely. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is a, this, how could we just can't say this is pretty bad. It's like, you've got it. And he just trying, he's not even involved in the conversation. He just pipes up. Oh yeah. Don't dude. Three it's years just, ago was way worse than that. Way, it was way worse. You to know. Yeah. It yeah. was way worse. It was way worse than 30 below. Yeah, right. It was way worse. <laughs> no, no. It's never, ever, ever been way worse. Maybe no. as bad or maybe live. Let me tell you something. If you're not living it at that moment, it's not worse and it's not been that bad. Whatever you're doing right now. That's the worst. That's the worst. That is, it's, it's impossible yeah. for it to be any other way. Yeah, that's a good point. Because whatever happened a couple years ago. It happened. It's that's over. over. Right. You'll I'm never ba- you'll never remember if it's as bad. You only have a memory. All and you I've, know is right now it's pretty bad. And you've been warm since then. So that's that's over. And you've been cold. That same guy, not a weather thing, but that same guy will always do that. You should have been here a couple of years ago when dot, 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 dot. Like whatever it is. Yes. You know what I mean? Same guy. Like, oh, dude, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Scarlett Johansson just came over to my pool and swam naked. You should have been here a couple of years ago. Those two chicks the one plus upper. two that are way hotter. Yeah, the one upper, but it's always like, it's a one upper, uh, congealed in with a. It happened before you were here, guy. You know, you know what I mean. That that, that takes a specific guy because a, it has to be a guy that has more time than you. But the other, the other thing is the guy that tells more a, time plus insecurity equals that guy. <laughs> the guy that tells the story. That two three minutes into his story, <laughs> you realize it's your story, and he wasn't even there, but he's telling your story. <laughs> Talk about one of the, you know, I would say I'm pretty much a guy that never lets anybody off the hook, but in these situations, no, there's been times where I'm like, dude, this guy's telling my story and he wasn't even, and he's telling my, my perspective of it. He's heard me tell the story. He wasn't even employed here or he was, he was, he was, (laughs) I know who was there. It was me and two other guys and he wasn't the guy. And he's telling the story to a new guy. Oh, you should have been here. And he leaves me out. That's Omar he trying leaves to me. sell Fat Joey shit back. He leaves me out of the story. and I'm, So I can't even, oh, uh, you weren't there either. What do you mean I wasn't there? It's <laughs> my goddamn have, story. no idea what it was like. No uh, clue. No clue no, that, what it was that, like. That's embarrassing for everybody. I have in the past called somebody out on that kind of thing, but it's almost like a rip in the time-space continuum when you do. It makes embarrass- Yeah, weird. it's very uncomfortable. Then it it kind of makes your story like, oh, suck. Wait, I must have been talking about a story that was kind of like yours, but here's where mine takes a huge turn. And then, well, then <laughs> he did if you try to say, no, here's how it really went, right. nobody's interested anymore. Right. Because they're like, this guy's just stealing his story. Yeah, this guy's like, the one. Now, who, who's the one upper now? But I think the last cold weather person I can't stand is the guy who goes, man, as soon as some snow comes down, people don't know how to drive anymore. Right. Yeah, dude, they do. They know how to drive. It's just that there's a foot of snow, everything's covered in ice, and they have a Honda base package, <laughs> and it doesn't even have anti-lock brakes. You know what I mean? I saw a picture, uh, just made me think of it, I don't know why, when bitching about people. I saw a picture, it was like a meme, where it had a guy playing hockey, 
at first I think it had LeBron or something, and he was like hold, he was like nursing and out, like grabbed his ankle, and, like on the court, and it said or like some other made made basketball hammy. player, somebody, and it was like hurts ankle out for six weeks. Then underneath it, it was a hockey player that said breaks leg <laughs> still. And it shows the guy like, you know, in the next yeah. period or whatever. And I had to laugh because I'm thinking like, what was wrong with people? I mean, you understand the, these, these, uh, it pisses me off to no end when like fat, dumbass couch potatoes make comments about professional athletes. Like, Oh, that guy doesn't have any heart. It's like, bitch, shut the, Shut up. Yeah, this isn't like oh LeBron, man, that guy's a beat a bitch. He went or Kobe, you know, that guy he cries every time he hurt you know whoever in in you Jay know Jay Cutler said out of the ch- Oh god, if you live in the region, if people listen to this, if you live in the region, if people are if so you've, fickle if about you've their been sporting this person or the person that heard this argument, Jay Cutler ain't tough cause uh cause when he tore his whatever to hell in a championship game got no there, heart. He he wouldn't even come back out there to play. And he wasn't even hurt. The guy was just standing there. <laughs> okay, dude. He was just, just collecting his paycheck. Can, just because you can stand right. does not mean that you can physically perform. Let me just say this. Maybe LeBron looks at it like, well, hey, I have managers and and and, and you know different people that run my the, my business, There's which is what he is. people with college degrees that they're paid to And he goes, hey, leg. dude, this guy may have twisted his ankle, and it may just be nothing, but he stepped on it wrong. It could be something that's a bigger deal, and it's like, I'm going to sit it out for right now, or I'm going to, you know, I'm making excuses. I'm just saying, like, I don't think any of these dudes that play at that level are are don't want to play. No. So for for people to be like, oh, that's bullshit. These guys just want the money, and they want to. They're in a contract year, and I saw a major league, and I know how these guys play. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this yeah. guy's not going to take any chances. He's in a, he's in a contract year or you know, free agency next year. But uh, and also, so anyway, I saw this meme, and it just it, it irritated me to know, and like, oh, this hockey player is tough. But this basketball player is not tough. Well, I'm sure there's many basketball players who've played injured, and there's you know football players who played yeah. injured. And I hate when racist people get a hold of internet and capabilities. <laughs> you think that's what it comes down to? Of course. <laughs> of course. It doesn't have anything to do with hockey, and it just happens to do with they found well, a sport I, with only I, white people. I love hockey, dude. I love it. But there's a vast majority of hockey fans that like hockey because there's not that many black people that play it because black people aren't there dominating white people give it time dude right <laughs> give it time yeah oh god how mad are they gonna be yeah no there's a lot of people that that like hockey i like hockey the most it's like dude you used to love basketball i don't even, I, just, I just like hockey the most man yeah. all right okay <laughs> all right uh the the other the big like sports news story for me is that um you know people there was a like a story a, a bullshit rumor that got leaked that uh Pacquiao and Mayweather had agreed to fight. And uh, then basically, I think either Floyd or someone in his camp came out and said, this is complete bullshit. I think Roger Mayweather jumped out and was like, yeah, there's no truth or validity to this. They're not fighting. There's no contract. There's no deal. And there's, this is all just bullshit. People are talking on the internet or whatever. It's going to be like the grudge match by the time they do it. Well, so I was reading all these, uh, these things on uh, Instagram and different things, all these boxing, uh, you know, people talking, just fanboys. And I had to laugh because, you know, people were like, oh, you know, the, the, the Floyd Mayweather is going to retire and he will always have this asterisk that he never fought the best guy, you know, during while he was, you know, he'll, he'll always he'll always have this thing looming about. That'll like, be a storyline, you know. yeah. But the reality is, is he fought every single other great fighter except for Pacquiao and beat them. So, yeah. and the thing is, yeah. is Pacquiao's lost his last two fights, or not his last one he won, but the two before that he lost, and 
it's like, what do you gain by beating Pacquiao if you're if you're Mayweather besides shutting the fans up? You only lose in that scenario if you fight Pacquiao because if Pacquiao wins, you lose and your your record is forever tainted. And Pacquiao beat you, and the Pacquiao people will go, "Yeah, we told you." Yeah. If you beat him, though, people will say, "Well, you beat him." I mean, you wouldn't have beaten him in his prime. Right. You waited this long no, yeah, because you're, you're right. a chicken. You've dodged him for this many years. So you really gain nothing by beating Pacquiao. Zero. Yeah. And that's why I laugh because, you know, what people don't understand is, and I don't know why I think I do, but it's a business. And it's not up to Floyd Mayweather who, I mean, I really don't think ultimately it is up to Pacquiao or Mayweather who they fight. They have promoters. Those people, they're... they uh, if they wanted it to happen. But there's also more at stake. You're a business. You're not... You're not Floyd Mayweather, the guy who, you know, the guy. You're Floyd Mayweather, whether the enterprise, the business, the, you know, there's a whole thing surrounding it. So I just, I, I laugh when anytime when, when fans or whatever make comments about professional athletes, like this guy doesn't have any heart or, yeah. you know, this guy's, this guy, he shouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Famer or he, you know, this guy should be in the Hall of Fame and this guy shouldn't. It's like, well, you shouldn't. It's, we have that. I mean, we have that squared away. You should not be in the Hall of Fame. What, nor should you be voting on who's in the Hall. You of can't fame. even chuck that bowl of salt and right. vinegar chips across the room. Right. Yeah. But you know, it's a double-edged sword, though, because that's that's why sports is as big as it is. Did I ever? Because people are so passionate about it. You know what I mean? But there comes a point when I don't know how you feel about people saying "we" when they refer to their team. I hate it. I stopped doing it. I hate it. I stopped doing it years ago because only because I heard other people doing it and it made me bristle so much i was like maybe it sounds bad when i say it too i don't care if people do like i don't really oh it's super annoying. yeah but i don't really i just choose not to anymore you know i the, the one thing that forever changed me uh was a show called i always get the name inverted it's either pros versus joes or joes versus pros you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah 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 and uh, there was an episode, and I've talked about it on the It'd pop, be a regular guy versus an athlete. So they bring out like four professional athletes. Like they, they had two different uh, setups. Like on the first couple seasons, it was you had to play a professional athlete at a random sporting event. It wasn't even necessarily in his what he's good at. Then it kind of it came to where you had to play him in his own thing. And and nothing made me happier than to see these these dudes and I wouldn't say they're couch potatoes. They play like uh, you know football with their buddies on the weekend, or they even if they're like on a like a triple A yeah. or whatever football they're the team. best hitter on their softball team, right? These guys, and I know they ham it up because it's a TV show, yeah. but they talk so much shit. This one guy <laughs> came out and he was like banging on his. They, he had Jose Canseco was one of the the, the pros, and this guy came out and he was banging on his his forearm. Come on, Jose, stick another needle. I'm like, dude, this dude is, well, he's, yeah, he's not he's right a, in the head, too. He's He'll a beast. In the face. He's a beast. <laughs> and regarding the, and Jose Caseco took it in stride. He's like, okay, okay, buddy. You know, we'll see when it comes down to it. I'll beat you at, uh, it was a yeah. home run derby. You had to go against Jose Canseco. Now their fence was a little bit close. <laughs> what was considered a home run for them. I love that. Stick another needle in. But oh, I, I'm going to have to look for the video clip. The, there was one guy who was talking shit to Roy Jones Jr., Oh. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Okay, even they if you you nah, boxed a little golden they... gloves, like, dude, this is Roy Jones Jr. That's a bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what? He, I mean, he was pound for pound. I, I do. The, the guy's right? amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. He he's definitely one of the top, one of the greatest ever. He's one of the, yeah. But they had a, a guy talking shit to uh, the best one I ever so saw. Joe, to... The the Joe doesn't get the ring. Yeah. The, the yes, pro. they do. He fought Roy Jones. Yes, Jr. he did. It was like two rounds, and they had like. 18 ounce big ass gloves 
I'll, you Dude, look it up on YouTube. He could have sleeping bags around his hands and knock you out. Well, but Roy Jones did more of the rope dope stuff. It wasn't trying to knock the guy's head. One guy he did. This guy was talking smack to him. He did but, try to but knock his, his block jab off. But his jab will take these guys down. <laughs> like his set him up punch. Two, two guys that just did not put up with the shit was Randy Couture. A guy was talking shit to Randy Couture. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm in the army. I'm a martial arts uh, instructor in the army. And you had to go in the cage with Randy for like five minutes. <laughs> Or four, whatever it was. And you had to get whichever guy got submitted the least amount. Of, you'd reset. He'd submit Your dad you. is the only other person that could probably do that. <laughs> as far, like, based on what we know. Right. <laughs> so Couture went, he literally, and the other pros were like, oh my God. Like, I'm horrified about Randy. This dude's just a mean, nasty, badass dude. And he literally turned these guys into pretzels and didn't think twice about it. And then there was Bill Romanowski. Still my favorite of all time. You know Bill Romanowski, the football player? He was defense, right? Yeah, he's a guy that like, like went in the uh, locker secondary? room and like broke his, uh, you know, broke another player on his he was team's like nose. Secondary, right? Like he wasn't the line. I don't know anything about football. Oh, he was, like was a badass player. football player. So anyway, this guy, there's there's three um, hidden or like three barricades on the field. The the Joe has to grab the ball, and Romanowski's hiding behind one of these. You have to pick. You have to run through between two of the barricades, right? Which would act as blockers. And then try to score a touchdown from like 30 yards out. You're in the red zone. But Romanowski's hiding behind. And if he's picked the right one and you pick the wrong one, he's going he's gonna to knock you down. <laughs> okay. So Romanowski, the meanest, no doubt, got to be one of the meanest football players of all time. He's, he's, he's standing behind this thing. And this guy luckily picks the wrong one that Romanowski's not behind and scores a touchdown. So Romanowski's like, you know what? The, he's slamming his hand down or whatever. Like, dang, man, I missed the guy. <laughs> the dude walks up, has the football, goes in his sock, pulls out a Sharpie, signs it, and then throws it at Roman, like bounces it off Romanowski's chest. Pulls a T.O. move. So Romanowski takes the football as the guy's walking away and slams it off the guy's head. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> like chucked it at Like him I'm or? not playing around anymore, dude. And then I thought <laughs> this next – because I think each guy got like three tries to do this. I was like, he's gonna, kill, he's this guy really is gonna hurt you. Like he doesn't care about this game anymore. Like, it's not a guy you want to mess with. He's gonna kill you on TBS. <laughs> right, so. <laughs> um, so yeah, we. Uh, that's all I got for this week. I don't have anything else. You have anything else? I got lots, but we got only so much time. In right. The day. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Check out the. Uh, if you want to keep up with the apology counter, go to the www.heymaman podcast.squarespace.com and um on the left hand side there's a tab called apology counter if you have any um apologies that you see here or whatnot um go on twitter and tweet either uh the hey my man uh 2012 at hey my man 2012 or at hey my ben and use the hashtag what apology counter what do you use an ap hashtag, counter? hashtag apology counter the hashtag hey my man podcast yeah if you find them let us know too um so also uh, help us continue spreading the word. Go to the iTunes page and leave us a review and a rating. Much appreciated. Uh, we will see you next week. Later. Bye.